Welcome to StellarCast, the Stellar Recruitment Podcast. Hey guys, uh, we're super lucky to have Rodem Rodenberg here this evening, uh, MD of CoBuild, a fantastic and very successful construction organisation based out of Melbourne. Um, they're on a, uh, a great growth curve. Uh, they've enjoyed some wonderful success, uh, but now on the back of that, they're looking for a a great uh, construction manager to join the successful team and embark on their uh, 10-year plan. So the, the goal of this podcast is to give you a really transparent overview of what makes the business so and also a bit more detail around the role and what's involved in working in this role. So I really hope that you enjoy this overview of this fantastic career opportunity. We're super lucky to have uh, Rodem, Rodenberg, uh, MD of Coville, join us here today. Uh, we're lucky enough to partner with the business uh, to recruit this uh, all-important role of construction manager. So I uh, appreciate the opportunity to support you guys, uh, Rodem. But I might just sort of start with, uh, I guess, trying to understand how and where did the business start? For sure. Well, thanks for having me tonight, tonight uh, Sean. It's, it's a pleasure. And really appreciate the the opportunity of working together and and finding the right right team member to join the Cobalt family. So I guess we where it started. We, we're a family business, and in 1988, my father immigrated with my mother and myself and my brother from Israel in, into Australia. And we're just he's, he's my father. You know, has always taught us some really good values of of working hard that's been instilled in in the business and instilled in me and he started in fencing and landscaping and you know just as things unfolded got into concreting and then started you know doing small extensions renovations and got a knack for really high-end homes and and construction projects and that was all the way through the 90s and and into early 2000s and and he scaled back and uh, in the early 2000s, while I was at uni, he, he asked me to come and give him some help at work. And we were a team of three and we just started growing, you know, one day led to another. And before I knew it, it was literally five days work and while I was studying full time. So it was a great journey. And the business has just been founded on relationships. So from, from day one, working with, with dad, to, dad and I started the next journey or the next transition of the business and we're team of three and, and today we've just flourished by the continual drive and the energy to, you know, look after people and give them a, a platform to succeed and grow. And that's what where we put all our energy. And okay. it's it's really it's really an enjoyable journey and it, it, it those those foundational roots of relationships of flow through into every context of every interaction we have and yeah it's that's that's really some context and you know we're very humble beginnings you know we were at a retail shop of 35 square meters was our first office we now house for a toilet uh, and we, we take those humble beginnings in, in every decision we make to today now fantastic well it sounds like uh really humble beginnings but obviously taking some of those core values as the business has grown and expanded um, just to give a bit of context about where the business is today, what are the yep. sort of types of projects you're typically delivering for your customers um, at this moment or time? Yeah, so look, our clients 
they're integral to our uh, our business, and we build with them. So the projects vary from uh, four four key s- sectors. One is with our grass roots and the foundations. We sort of there's a couple of really big mansion style houses in your very affluent suburbs and really, really big homes, like bigger than some of the projects we're actually doing on the construction side for, for commercial projects. We've got that, that that part of the business. We've got the high-end apartments, and that's that's a lot of our, our space, a really high-end boutique, multi-residential apartments in, in and around those Turaks, the South Yarras, the uh, Burundaras, the Qs, Hawthorne, like and Brighton, some really cool projects, and they they can vary from double basement and four stories for a really boutique project of five apartments up to twenty or thirty. Then we've got that built to rent mixed use apartment project where we'll have retail, office, and apartments, and and they'll vary from two basements to sort of eight or ten stories, and they're great, innovative, and and really an enjoyable project. And the, the last sort of bucket is the commercial office market. So we'll do mid-tier, nothing over 13, 14 stories in office and as well as fit out. So that's sort of the spectrum of projects. So we don't really look at the projects we do. We look at more the clients we partner with. That's, that's our context and that's the journey. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, we'll talk about that customer retention and keeping customers happy. And it seems like you've got a loyal band of customers that support you. And, and it's obviously off the back of how you, you do your business. But I, I want to sort of throw to your culture. I know that you're super passionate about the culture and it's not just you uh, espousing a great culture. You guys have been decorated with uh, a number of year on year awards as one of Australia's best places to work. So what what do you uh, you know humbleness aside, what do you attribute to the fact that you guys have consistently ranked as one of Australia's best places to work? Well, uh, it's, it's it's I'll put it simply, it's our people. So every time we've brought on someone from the beginning, like the beginning of the journey, and, and the people with us have got great retention. You know, we've got team members that have been with us for fifteen years. Literally from from the outside, we've, the journey, the growth journey has been for 17 years. I've been part of the business, and it's really been our people that have driven and amplified the culture. It's just about our interactions, the way they care, and and the respect they have for one another. I think that just breeds an incredible culture where there's a lot of trust built, and there's empathy, and everyone can relate. There's no heroes, there's no egos. If there's an issue, we talk about it. We sh- we celebrate the wins together. We share uh, challenges so we can overcome them. So the culture is really bred by the people and our team, and that's why it's a co-built family. We're a really high-performing team. We've still got a family in the root uh, of the business, and you know it's just a core alignment to our values. You know, when when you're aligned to your values, and, and we we hire and bring on new team members based on the values and if if things don't work out it's generally based around the values so if, you know if if for some reason there's value uh, misalignment people you know our team members will will sort of weed them out like we make some really great hiring decisions and people jump on board and that re-engages the team so our values are based around relationships for life so having long-lasting 
dedicated relationship. So we know that if our, if we look after our team really well, which we do, they look after our clients even better. And that relationship flows on into our subcontractors, the suppliers, the whole network and our ecosystem. Um, we love to have fun because we say fun is energy. You know, when, you, when you're enjoying yourself, it just creates and breeds a great culture. Uh, we, we say what we mean and we do what we say. So when something happens uh, and we say something, we commit to it, we always deliver on what we say. And the last one's not your typical. So everything we do is a little bit different. You know, construction company being ranked in the top great places to work in Australia the last six years, that's not typical. And it's because we love our people. We genuinely love our people when we look after them. And and it just breeds success. Like people just want to be part of it. It's just a continual cycle. Yeah, well, obviously the proof is in the pudding and the jury's out in terms of obviously the accolades that you have achieved on the back of that. So you, you're doing a great job. And I, I applaud you in that regard. But I guess a bit of a, a curveball question off the back of that. One of your mantras or slogans is uh, not your typical builder. I, I, I see on your email signature you've got uh, not your typical director. What does that mean? Obviously, that points to a bit of a point of difference, but can you quickly articulate how that sort of ties back to your values and, I guess, the business sort of DNA? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think from the outset, everything we've thought about, the way we operate, the way we treat our people, the way we interact with our clients, and just that level of engagement and empathy, it's it's not your typical. So like we look at it, it's, if you've got a traffic light uh, or, a, or a signal on the street to sort of we always got the we we your normal builders will go one way and we'll always go the other way, uh, and it's just it's just our approach. So like, you know, we, we got some great rapport with our, our clients, and and one of our the project manager working with, he actually said, look, I know with you guys, I can sleep easier tonight, and mm. generally that's not a typical approach for builders and for client side project managers to say that. So that's just an example, a live example of of a not your typical approach. Everything's easy, nothing's too hard, and we'll find solutions. And, I mean, I guess just building on that uh, really customer-centric philosophy, it seems like a a cornerstone of of the business and success has been customer retention. I mean, what else can you share around your philosophies around how you engage and retain your customers? For sure. Our clients are called Bobby, and we've really characterized them as a specific demographic it's it's a it's someone who's in that sort of 35 to 55 bracket who's young at heart who's energetic they care they want to be taken along for the journey and we've got clients that we're on project number eight nine and ten for and literally it's just by the ongoing customer touch feel the contact the constant communication they get weekly updates of what's happening on their sites there's constant discussion around what's important, finding solutions and working with them to, to understand their needs. Every client has their own needs, but at the core, they want to be taken along for the journey. And it just goes, speaks volumes from time after time that they just keep coming back. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, just to draw on a percentage, what rough percentage uh, is retained work versus new new business that comes in? I'd say literally 90, 95% of our work is either is retained work wow. uh, slash uh, ongoing referral work. Wow. 
No, that's that's fantastic, um, and it certainly sounds I'd, like it's a I'd, it's a good dynamic I'd, for both parties. I'd, I'd almost say 100% of our work's referred work, so wow. we don't actually go and chase chase work. So that 99, 95% is ongoing, but yeah, that, like we don't actually everything comes through referral. Wow, I would say that's highly unique, uh, particularly that percentage. And if it's plus or minus 100, um, you know that's that's super unique in terms of uh, that. Um, Composition of of uh, referred work, which is uh, normally comes in a p- fairly powerful sort of fashion, or ongoing, uh, ref- uh, you know, retained work uh, and repeat work with customers. So, so that's uh, it's quite unique in that construction world. So, uh, I want to ask, you know, how this need has come about for a construction manager. You know, perhaps on the back of this ongoing growth, but uh, you know, can you sort of quickly touch on how this uh, this opportunity's come about, and and, and I guess simply. What are the key aspects of this role in your eyes? For sure. Well, look, the key drivers, we had a really good reflection. We do we do an annual strategy day in December of every year to plan out the year ahead. And one of the key things was looking at what does the next 10 years look like for us? What's our vision? So it's like COVID 2030. So we've got a really clear vision of where the business is going. So we've got, you know, we, we want to create 10 miracles. So miracles something unique that has a positive impact on a community, a person, or a demographic. And, and we've got miracle workers within the business that are, are really defining that. So once a year, do something, a massive impact, positive change because we love giving. Uh, we want to build a million square metres over the next 10 years and impact 100,000 people positively from the buildings we build. So on the back of that clear vision of where we're going, it really articulated the growth of the business and what structures we need to put in place to facilitate the growth and also provide the best platform for success to continue this really great retention we've got and great team members. And part of that was to bring on someone that can help at an operational level, continue to drive client relations, accelerate programs, uh, deliver on our quality and make sure our teams have got the right support structures to continue to kick ass. That's where this has come about. Fantastic. And I understand the role will work uh, quite closely with yourself and also your GM, Michael, further to the yep. suite of great project managers you've got. So you're walking into, I guess, uh, plenty of support from yourself and Michael and then a, a good team of project managers. But quickly, how would you describe the leadership brand of Michael, your GM, and, and the calibre of PMs this person will team up with? So just... We've got a, a super high-performing team, like really exceptional team, and and we take a lot of pride in that, and they take a lot of pride in their work. And the the leadership style is really, you know, give you the right support, but let you fly. You know, we're there to, we're there to give you give you the support to to kick ass, and really provide the platform to just for you to succeed. So it's really free flowing and. You, you you really have that opportunity to embed yourself in a great culture and and learn our systems and the way we do things that not your typical way and then bring it into life. Yeah, fantastic. And it seems like this person and amongst that wider structure, you're looking to be uh, a coach, a mentor, an enabler, but also you know hold true to the accountability of delivering 
you know, per your customer yeah. timelines and, and obviously to budget, et cetera. But is that the style of individual that will, will fit well in this business? Yeah, the, the person that will feel, fit really well is someone that has a lot of empathy, understands the client's needs, understands their team's needs, and is able to give them the right support to excel yeah. and and really create and hit their metrics. I mean, that's someone that, and someone in this role will really want to be high-performing and they want to know what success looks like and it's clearly defined for them. We know what success looks like and we want them to excel. So that's 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 the, the person who comes and joins the team is someone that's just really driven, passionate, uh, wears their heart in their sleeve, is really in it for the long haul and wants to have a positive impact and amplify a culture that's already high-performing. Fantastic. I mean, uh, just sort of building on some of that narrative, uh, what do you look for in the people that work for you and what style of leadership do you think will land really well on the throw? So, so I, I always look for someone who, who cares. Like that's You can tell someone straight away if they care. Because aptitude can get taught, that ability to care and genuinely want to engage with the people around them that you can't teach, you know. And so someone that, that this comment is going to either repel like a magnet or attract the people that that uh, are hearing it, and it's it's someone that wants to be part of something bigger and a bigger purpose, not just building great buildings but just also having a legacy of impacting people's careers and their ability to progress and and perform and, and kick goals. I think someone that takes pride and a real genuine energy from people's success, they're going to be the ones that succeed in this role. Yeah, I think that's a really definitive uh, statement and I think it's one that you know, the right individual uh, will resonate well and they'll be energised by that. And that'll 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 probably reflect well in their values and leadership style. And I guess that's what you're looking for alignment at the end of the day, isn't it? hundred percent. Complete alignment. Yep. So um we've spent a bit of time uh through the process getting to know one another and then obviously an individual we both know who sits on your board uh has given me a bit uh, further uh, uh backstory and overview of the organization yourself. So I'm gonna get you to put your humbleness aside and this might uh, sit relatively uncomfortably with you, but I mean, seemingly you've got a huge amount of energy and drive. Um, and Alan, one of your board members, said that you're the best CEOs work with, and that's a big, I think, statement. And 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 uh, given that he's got global exposure to so many CEOs and organisations through his uh, career thus far, but I mean, I guess the question for you is, uh, what drives you to get better, and also enable the business to go from strength to strength? Because there, there seemingly is a lot of your DNA in the business further to the wider family and, and some of the other super talented people we've got within the business. But, you know, how would you answer that? Well, my first question is, Sean, how many, how many scotches did Alan had that night? <laughs> he assured me he was, he was sober. <laughs> so, so, no, he, uh, he came out point blank with that comment. So you've got to, you've got to take that one, I think, uh, Rodham. Okay. It, it, look, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that really is, is important about drive is just having a greater purpose. So... When you when you really, it's not just about the work. It's about you know I, I just have energy about being able to enrich people's lives, 
I'm going to say it lightly. I lo- like, I love it. I love the teams being engaged. I love seeing someone succeed. I love seeing our clients and our subcontractors, just everyone we work with, just amplifying their energy. That really gives me a kick. And that just keep, keeps me going every day, just pumped. I wake up energized. I've got my thing I do in the mornings and I just, I just, the days, it's, life's a gift, you know. I think when, you, when you've had tragedy in your life and everyone's had their own in some way, shape or form, you look at the good in life and from there everything gets better. Absolutely. Well, I say uh, attitudes are contagious and, and clearly your attitude resonates through the organisation. So I think that's, uh, that's really, really good uh, and obviously something uh, people around you and other people that align with that benefit from. But uh, I guess with you having so much of a vision, so much drive, so much energy, I, I guess the question I'm keen to ask, uh, you know, I guess Rotom outside of Co-Build, you know, how do you, how do you yep. relax and, and what do you get up to when you're not uh, busy building this great business? I love okay, so just I love uh, meditation. I love reading. Reading. I'm a big consumer of books. Uh, I spend time with. I love spending time with my daughter and my son. That gives me a lot of energy. Just like watching them do things and interacting with them. So that that's a drive, and it's just relaxing. Just going for a walk. Just doing the really simple things like going. Like my favorite thing is going not on the beach. I got a beach on the northeast coast of New South Wales. Just. Callow's Beach, which I go to, and I just do just walk and sit on the beach. That's my favourite thing to do. Nothing too too crazy, just the real simple things. No, I think that's that's fantastic. So a, a nice sort of balanced approach to uh, to life further to your purpose. Obviously, that extends uh, both in business, but obviously, you know, throughout your family in terms of enriching, you know, the important people in your life um, on that side of things, which is uh, which is great. So uh, I, I want to sort of transcend. And we touched on this a little bit earlier on in terms of the vision for the future. Obviously, you've got this 10-year plan and your metrics aren't typical. You know, often metrics are financial and bottom line and headcount and market share and those things. Can you just succinctly articulate uh, those metrics that are, you're driving towards over the next 10 years and maybe an example of what a miracle is in your eyes? So miracle, so creating 10 miracles over the next 10 years. So miracle, last year we were going to, was going to be our first one, and that was like it's because all the bushfires in New South Wales and Victoria. Some of our team members were actually camping out, and they they survived the bushfires. So we 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 planned out a large uh, camp out for the whole of the team, and we we're going to go out there and rebuild part of the community and do some really impactful things for certain specific, uh, like one specific town. And unfortunately, that got derailed by the, the global pandemic. Uh, but that's an example of what a miracle looks like. Mm-hmm. So the miracle workers have got their workshops every month and they're working through finding something special and unique. And when we find something that resonates, we'll just go bang and do it. So that's one million square metres links back to building form and that mm-hmm. the four different sectors we're playing in. And it just means that there's some clarity on how many metres squared. Like, you know, by the end of this year, we should be on about 85, 90,000 metres thereabouts, just depending on what what happens with some projects and timing. So that's that's where we'll be at for the end of this year. So we'll we're able to we need to pick up the 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 meterage over the coming years to get to that one million square metres, but we'll get there for sure. 
No, fantastic. No, well, I love those metrics, and I think they're metrics that every level of business can engage in. And I guess, you know, sure. they're, they're, they're really humanistic, aren't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, businesses are commercials, entities, and they need to make profits to survive. But, you know, it talks to the humanistic impact of what COVID sure. has. And that's, that's you know, we, we pass that around the office, on site. We also, you know, this year, 2021 has been about making, achieving 2021 smiles. We did some some numbers and some fun facts that we've actually got the ability from all the buildings we're completing to get 2021 people to smile. So we're actually tracking that on a on a monthly basis and completing surveys to assess people that have been moved into our apartments or office buildings and also our clients to make sure they're smiling. Fantastic, love it, love it. So. I guess as we near the end of the podcast, um, it's clear that the business has enjoyed and is continuing to grow. You've got fantastic customer retention. You've got an award-winning culture. Uh, we had a look around the head office the other day. It's an amazing architecturally designed head office over three or more levels. Uh, it looks fantastic. You're uh, focused on granting these miracles. You've got a fantastic project runway. Again, putting your humble nature aside, what is your formula for business success? Because there's, there's clear, obviously, you guys are enjoying some great success, but I dare say it's not by chance. So what can you share there? It's, it's simple. Just have a, like a, we've got a clear vision of where we're going. We get the best people we can to jump on board the bus and enjoy the journey and just support and nurture and grow people. And like, and, and, and that's just not, that's investing in everyone. So from our subcontractors, our suppliers, we have sub nights, we keep them, we, we train them up, we educate them, we help them grow. Uh, we get, let our team give them the freedom to succeed. We, we just give a shit. Like that's just simple. That's all it is. Like you just got to care about what you do. And that, and that's, that's what's, I guess that's why we are where we are and, and have a real core purpose. Yeah, well, I think sometimes there's brilliance and simplicity. So um, clearly clearly, you've got uh, you know some of those fundamentals down pack and as we've sort of talked about, whether it's some of the other systems, processes, procedures, software, to support all that framework, I think uh, you've done a wonderful job and it really seems like a great time for someone to – to join the business and the organisation, uh, leveraging the great success and, and whatnot uh, that you've established thus far. But I guess my last question is, why do you think this will be a great career move? Because it strikes me as some, you, you and the organisation are serious about ensuring that it's a great place to work. So why, why do you think this will be a great career move for the right individual? Great question, Sean. The, the overarching theme, I'd say, is that the, the right person and the right candidate is going to have a platform to grow and to be challenged and to call somewhere home for a long time. We, we're, we've never not had work. We've always had work. We've always had consistency. We've always had great people. And we've always invested in our people as they, as they grow. So it's it's a platform for growth and a platform to be challenged and a place that can call home and feel comfortable and have anyone in the business to to lean on. And everyone's available 
and we're just we're just we're just seeing a great platform for them to succeed. Yeah, I mean, I might be paraphrasing rightly or wrongly. You tell me, but it seems to be a bit of a uh, intersection of a high performance sports team. Um, you know, uh, intersected with you know that notion of family and care and support, and there's accountability within that. It's not all you know that the empathy and oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, for there's, sure. there's that for notion sure. of delivery, but it really seems like that sort of cross section of high performance. And then obviously yeah. that care and sense of family and, and looking after one another and supporting one another. Well, hopefully that person's listening now. And if they want to be held accountable for results and enjoy the success of the teams succeeding, you're that person. Because yeah. we, we give the platform to succeed, the our team care, and they want to just continue to hit results. So we've got our inter- a lot of metrics internally around financials, program, safety, uh, quality metrics, the, the, the overarching thing is you know when you're performing and like we, we, we say it how it is. If, if there's something going on, we, we celebrate the wins and we, we work together to work through the challenges. Yeah, fantastic. Well, look, uh, just in closing, Rodham, I would say congratulations on what you guys have achieved thus far. It sounds like you've got a clear vision for the future, which is exciting. And we're really excited about teaming up with you guys to find this uh, all-important addition to the team. Um, so, yeah, we're grateful to be part of the process and thanks for sharing some of this key information. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I think if the, the right person listens to this, hopefully, uh, you know, the goal is for, for this to resonate. And I think if it resonates uh, to anyone listening, I think this is a great opportunity for you and we look forward to discussing further. But thanks again for taking the time on a uh, on an evening after a big day at work, no doubt, to share some of these uh, this key information. So cheers, Rona. Pleasure. Thank, thanks for your time, Sean. I appreciate it very much. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know I did. Uh, I think uh, inspirational leader and great organisation that's doing tremendous stuff. So if this uh, opportunity resonates, I really encourage you to take the time to speak to us further about uh, this opportunity, reach out to myself or Scott, and we look forward to talking about this wonderful opportunity in a confidential fashion to reveal more information about this great opportunity to join CoBuild. So thanks again for listening. And also, if there's anyone else in your network that might be uh, interested in this opportunity, please feel free to pass this opportunity on to them as well. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to StellarCast. This show aligns with why Robbie McIlwraith and Sean McCambridge co-founded the company. Their mission was to help and nurture others to reach and exceed their potential. For trusted recruitment and career advice, contact Stella today.